please be seated. We, um, as some of you know, we moved into our new house a few blocks from here in March. In early March, it's the tail end of winter. And the house that we, um, that we purchased, the house that we live in, had been vacant for about a year. And the house has a fairly extensive gardens. And over that time, it, the, the gardens had filled with leaves and with debris and stuff had grown up all over the place. And, um, and some St. Paul's members, as a welcome gift to us, um, they paid for some landscapers to come and they cleaned up all of the, all of the leaves and um, trimmed the bushes down to reasonable height and sort of got it, got it in order for us, which was really a great way to start off in our house. And then when spring came, we began to discover what had been planted in the yard. There, each day, something else would pop up from the garden, and my wife and I would go out, and we'd begin a conversation about whether this was a flower or this was a weed. And, and as spring rolled on and into summer, we continue this conversation again and again, looking out at our yard, and Sarah will say, Noah, that's a weed. And I say, just wait, it's going to get a flower. And sometimes I'm right, and sometimes she's right. And sometimes I pull something up because I say, it's definitely a weed, and somewhere else it will grow into something quite beautiful. Weeds, flowers, ferns, we never know exactly what they are. So today we have this parable, this parable of Jesus about weeds and wheat. Now, this comes in a section of Matthew's gospel where there's a number of agricultural parables. If you were in church last week, you heard the parable of the sower. So the parable of the sower was last week about the sower, you know, tossing seeds and some goes into good soil and some bad soil. And then there's this there's this lesson we just, we just heard about the weeds and the wheat. And then if you look, look in your bulletin at the top, at the top of your lesson there, you see it says, it says, um, uh, Matthew 13, 24 to 30, and then there's a comma, 36 to 40. So the guys who put this together, they cut something out. Um, when I was in seminary, the people who put the lectionary, that's the order of readings together, they were meeting, revising the lectionary, and they'd sit in this room together all with their laptops. It should have been smoke-filled. But that's how these readings come up. These guys made these decisions. I think they made a bad decision here. So what's in this section that they cut out is the parable of the mustard seed. You'll hear that next week. And then they continue on with this explanation about the parable of the wheat and the weeds. So what they do is they take two parts that aren't meant to be next, together, next to each other and they put them together, and I think it does injustice to the parable. And even some biblical commentators will say this second section, after the word barn in your reading, all about fire and brimstone and gnashing of teeth, actually probably wasn't even a saying of Jesus. So... We're just going to focus on the first part of this lesson, 
about the weeds and the wheat. So there's this farmer who sows seeds in his field, and someone else who's called the enemy sows seeds of weeds as well. And they both grow up together. And the servants, they say, go out, or they say, do you want us to go out and rip up the weeds? And the master says, no, don't rip up the weeds, because if you rip up the weeds, you'll begin to pull out the wheat. Maybe their roots have interground together. You'll get it wrong. It's hard. It's hard to know the difference. But just have patience. Just wait. In the end, at the harvest, then we'll know what is good and what is bad. Have patience and wait. So if we first look at this lesson just in terms of moral instruction... I think it becomes kind of straightforward. It's about judgment. Don't judge. You'll get it wrong. And you know, that's really helpful advice for us right now because we do this a lot, this moral judgment, what's good and what's bad. They watch Fox News. (laughs) They watch MSNBC. They're married or they're single. They're Roman Catholic. That's all I need to know. (laughs) White, black, male or female, gay, straight. They go to the 845. (laughs) They go to the 1045. They love that 1928. It's all about the 79. All those new liturgies. Episcopal or Anglican. We can go on and on. Judgment, this is this and that is that. From a moral perspective, this parable is saying, don't do that, you'll get it wrong. You'll rip out some of the good when you're rooting out the bad. Just wait. Leave it for God's judgment. Now, if you look at where this, how this parable begins, it says... The kingdom of heaven may be compared to. Many of Jesus' parables begin this way. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to, or the kingdom of heaven is like this. This isn't just some moral instruction. It's about recognizing God. Recognizing God's presence. How God is working. How the kingdom of God is being born in our midst. Jesus is saying, the kingdom of God is like this. Like the wheat and the weeds. That's an interesting assertion. It's about ambiguity. The good and the bad both being there together. How often... How often do we have to make choices in our lives or find ourselves in situations that we're not sure, quite sure, what is right and what is wrong? Getting a job to support a family or staying home to spend 
more time with our family. Supporting someone at work who constantly struggles and also pulls the team down or firing them. A choice for the best schools or the affordable one. The choice between the treatment option that may cure it or the one that will lead to a better quality of life. Giving in to peer pressure because it just sucks to be left out or risking isolation and sticking to our principles. Whether to support all of our children's sports dreams or making a commitment to be in church each Sunday. The wheat and the weeds. It's not really clear which is which. They're there all together. What is it? What is it for you? I believe we've all been there. We all know these situations. We are there. I certainly am. Where are the weeds and where's the wheat? I don't know. We can't know. But this lesson tells us that God, God is there sowing the seeds of the wheat. In the midst of any weeds, there's wheat. There's wheat that's growing, wheat that can be harvested, wheat that can be made into bread to celebrate, to share, to give life to the world. And there's also some weeds that come from somewhere else. And how often do we not know the difference between the weeds and the wheat? The farmer says, have patience. Have patience because at the end of the story, we'll know. We'll be able to gather the good into the barns and celebrate with it and feed the world. And the, wheat, and the weeds, we will throw it away. That's the promise of God. That's the promise of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That there is wheat in the midst of it all. And I know that I can come here to church each week and I can be reminded that standing there in the midst of a field with wheat and weeds, that I can be forgiven for the part that I've played in scattering the seeds of the weeds, that I can be blessed, that I can be loved and affirmed and told, yes, there is wheat here. Wheat that's given for me and for the life of the world. Let us pray. Dear Lord, our lives are colored by ambiguity, and we don't always know the right or best thing to do. But we do know that your love is guiding us, 
and that you have called us to live as your people in the world. When we face hard choices, give us eyes to see the best path forward and the courage to follow it. When we make mistakes, forgive us. When we are hurt by choices, comfort us. When we hurt others, help us to reach out to them in love. And above and beyond all these decisions, remind us that you still love us and call us back to this place that we may be forgiven, blessed, renewed, called, and sent forth once more as your beloved children. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.